Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. And I have a very, very special guest on today. You may have rem remember him from the last time when we did a four-part series on covenant, rounding out six parts of the covenant series. And I got so many great reports, so many people getting back to us about how amazing uh, those podcasts were and helping them and understanding what it is to live a new testament new covenant lifestyle and we uncovered a lot of different things but anyway uh i'm going to bring on in just a minute and if you're watching live on this facebook live uh program uh you'll notice that dean briggs is already here <laughs> so uh welcome to the uh, podcast dean and and just before you you come on and and introduce yourself just a slight bit for somebody that uh, has been living underneath a rock for the last uh, 30 years uh, and, and don't know the wonder and splendor of your calling and your election, your purpose, and God's divinely designed dream. Uh, I'll, I'll let you just share a little bit. Um, but I, I'm, we were on a, a show uh, on Wednesday morning. It's called The Reset. And we started sharing about peace, uh, the the Peace, and I want to say this right off the get-go. Peace is a weapon of mass destruction against the evil plans and plots of the of the evil one. Peace is a weapon of mass destruction. Ladies and gentlemen, there peace is something that is more than just a good feeling. Peace is a weapon of mass destruction. And I want to tell you, and I want to the scripture verse I want to leap from before we go any further, is in Isaiah chapter 9. And it's a very, very uh, seasonal scripture, and people read it all the time uh, in, in Christmas services. But it says right here, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a, a son is given, and the government will be up on his, upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace. We miss that. A lot of people just said, and the increase of his government, and people don't even believe that. And, and as believers, we need to believe that his government is increasing and his peace is increasing, and there will be no end. There will be no end. He is established as, as ruler and as heavyweight champion of the multiverse, and his government is increasing, but also his peace is increasing, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the situation, no matter the problem, no matter the bear, the lion, the mountain, or the giant, it doesn't matter because the Prince of Peace is increasing. The peace is increasing, his government is increasing, but there has to be an implementation of a gatekeeper on this ground, on this terra firma called earth. There has to be somebody in agreement to allow the flow, the flood, the power, and unleash the weapon of mass destruction called peace against 
the evil plots and plans of the evil one. So that's a mouthful, but that's powerful. And God is about to set up the altar of peace on every other altar if you will decree and declare the word of God concerning you in Jesus. My name, Father, I thank you for this time uh, with these people. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for this Facebook Live, even that we're going on at the same time. And I thank you, Father God, for my good friend, Dean Briggs, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that you would just use us so effectively, Lord God, to trample and, and, and tread upon and crush uh, the evil plans of the enemy against the, the plans and dreams of your people, even this day. We, Holy Spirit, we decree and declare you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. So, Dean Briggs, what's up? Hey, Barry. It's always good to be with you, my friend. Always good. Hallelujah. Always good. So, Dean, what you have to say about what I just said. Actually, you know what? Just share just a little bit about who, who, who you are. Well, so I'm... Um... Happily married husband to Jeannie, uh, father of eight, seven boys, one girl. They're all grown now. My youngest graduate from college. Uh, they're twins, graduate in May, ages 21 to 31, sixth grandchild on the way. Those are the chief boasts of my life. Uh, mm. And, uh, you know, the rest is uh, I am... Uh, a lover of Jesus, lover of the word, serve at the International House of Prayer on the leadership team, travel the world preaching on uh, Ecclesia, New Covenant, uh, glory, and uh, the coming fullness of uh, the manifestation of Christ in fullness in the sons of God rising in the earth. That's it. The, com the restoration of all things. Yeah. All's a pretty big word. All is... And it's, I, I heard it in Greek, it's all means all. Uh, and, and so <laughs> I think all it does. It means all. And I, the fullness of Christ in, in the body of Christ coming to manifestation. Do you really believe that? I 100% do. I don't know how the Lord is going to pull it off because it's so easy to look at circumstances in the earth. Mm -hmm. And it's part of the strategy of the enemy the increase of knowledge causing so much grief in the souls of people, robbing us of faith, causing us to despair. Best thing we could all do is throw away our TVs and, you know, just get into the word and confess the word because he has a plan. It's multidimensional. It is an outpouring of the spirit unprecedented in human history. It's going to make every other revival movement seem like splashing in the kiddie pool He's going to throw us in the deep end. We're going to drown in his love and power, and then it'll make sense to us. Come Until on. then, we have to wait and believe, but I absolutely am confident that God is not a God who throws in the towel. He's not going to rapture us out of here and be like, well, I just don't know how to pull this off. Let's get everyone out of here. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he is going to manifest his glory in his people Come to on. such a degree that the world will say Jesus is already among us before he returns. Come on now. You and that is the gospel of out. the kingdom. We preach the gospel of salvation. Jesus said this gospel will be preached in all nations. And we have satisfied ourselves that when we tell people how to be saved, it's enough but that is barely scratching the surface of the total entry, transformation entry of it's humanity. The entry point. 
Yeah. It's your entry point for the equity of victory that God purchased on the cross. Amen. It's, it's, it's the point of accessibility, the fullness of Christ in the earth. Well, I'll tell you, um, you know, there's another scripture and we're just going to get into this whole thing on peace. And, and I, I put a post out earlier today uh, about how peace is a weapon of mass destruction against the evil plots and, and, and the schemes of the evil one. Peace is the weapon. And the peace um, is increasing, but we don't feel it and we don't sense it because we're into our TVs, we're into our newscasts, we're into you know everything except for the promises of God. I, I was saying to Dean earlier that there's over seven thousand promises from God towards men, and we and and the promises of God are still yes and amen to them that believe. So there has to be. A, a manifestation, but an implementation of the promises and the weapon of mass destruction called peace. Peace, peace. And, and, and so Jesus did something that was significant when they were out on the on the water and the waves were crashing and 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 they were and he was asleep in the bow of the boat. Bill Johnson probably says it best. He says, You won't have authority over a storm you can't sleep through. So you there are there's an ability for you to be able to even sleep in the midst of the storms, knowing this that storms have a purpose. Storms blow things in, and storm blow storms blow things out. It's and you get to ride the wave and enjoy the journey. But when it's too rough for you, the people in the boat with you, that's the problem. And they go and they went and they shook Jesus and said, "Don't you even care that we're all perishing?" And and he says, "Oh, you of little faith, allegopistus, you of you a short burst of faith. You you see all the signs and wonders, and then you forget about it." He says, "He says, excuse me, fluff up his pillow, put his down." And he walks out to the bow of the boat, and he, and he says, "Peace," which I feel. He said, "Peace to the storm." And then he says another thing: "Be still to the environment." There, you have authority over words. Everything was created by words. Everything is held together by words. And this world operates by words. And your words will stop storms. And your will, your words will settle the environments. Peace. And I just decreed and declare, and, 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 and Dean and I together to get today say, peace to your storms and be still to all your atmospheres and environments all around you. And you, you need to know that you can be on the ride, but you need to do that every once in a while for all the people around you. Amen. You know, uh, Barry, the problem with getting with you and getting started is we got 20 directions to go at every yeah. single moment, but <laughs> it's just worth noting what Jesus did there was uh, a throwback to the Genesis 1 scenario. Right. In the beginning, uh, the Spirit of God was brooding over the face of the deep. The earth was formless and void, tohu and bohu. The Spirit of right. God over the waters, which was the word yam, which was in the mythological context of, of uh, Canaanite religions, was a great sea god or sea monster that had to be tamed. 
And, and scripture just kind of leverages those words from the culture to describe what God was doing. Not that there was some sort of cosmic uh, struggle to bring creation forth, but he was manifesting Yahweh's total superiority over every other assumed power that the pagan nations had built up in uh, a rough equivalence of God's. And so when Moses got the revelation, he's embedding those words in there to show God's total mastery over those forces. And that replays itself in that story. Jesus just stands up and the waters, even, even into modern times, uh, you know, ancient navies to the modern navy, they look at the, the ocean as a fitful mistress that can drown you at a moment's notice, uh, a, a, a terrible, unpredictable, chaotic power. And Jesus stands up in the midst of that chaotic power that was so revered and feared. He goes, Psh, stop. And it stops. Yeah. And he becomes the Genesis one God in human form right again in that moment. Wow. So there, there are so many moments that this, these giants or these sea uh, monsters or whatever are, are in, in the flow of life and, and flowing down the river of life. That's right. That they, they, they show themselves. Every once in a while, and they're trying to distract, they're trying to destroy, they're trying to disrupt. But yep. there is a peace that we bring as, as carriers of the Prince of Peace. Like the Prince of Peace, uh, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and his name is Prince of Peace, and his peace is increasing because we're increasing. Yep. And there's no weapon formed against us that can prosper when we implement the promises. So... We're talking about the God of, the, of Genesis, the God of Genesis, the, the creator of all. He steps on, onto the scene in the, the boohoo, in the, in the, in the tohu, yep. right? and I call it boohoo because it's, anyway, um, <laughs> and, and, and just brings peace so that there is explain that yam part again well I like uh, yams, yeah. but i like yams with marshmallows on right That's different yam different, different uh, yam. yam was uh in the canaanite religions was uh, a name for a powerful uh either sea monster or sea god that ruled in the midst of the chaos of the waters wow and many of the legends of that time would have Bail or or uh, some it kind of you know changed Baal in the is language. A rain god. What I mean, Baal is actually a rain god. It's interesting. It's in the water. There's something. Yeah, storm it. god. Uh, yeah. And and so they would have these contests for supremacy between those gods and Yam in different stories. Wow. Well, in, in terms of what you're saying though, Barry, it's I was going to save this to later, but it fits too perfectly here. The Spirit of God brooding over the waters, Jesus standing in the boat in the midst of the storm and speaking to the waters, and what you're saying about peace as an active force, the pictograph of peace in the Hebrew language, we know peace is shalom, the word shalom. Yeah. yeah. And that- Nothing as missing, were... nothing missing, nothing broken. Right. It's it's a far more robust. In English, we kind of have peace as Break the absence down. of conflict. 
I feel peaceful today. Uh, you know, I woke up happy and satisfied and everything's good. I haven't had conflict. In other words, peace is the absence of negativity. In Hebrew, it's more robust. It's the yeah. presence of a forceful good. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is total wholeness, total wellness. But even that doesn't fully communicate the dimensions you're talking about. Come so on. the definition of peace is that total wholeness and total good and total wellness. But if you look at the Hebrew characters that spell shalom, mm -hmm. in the ancient Hebrew, those were pictographs, and each letter had a pictorial meaning in and of itself. Yes, it did. And that, when you look at that, it is the authority to destroy the powers that create chaos. Come on, the authority now. to destroy the authority behind chaos. That's peace. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what you are receiving today. What you've already received is the authority to destroy, completely obliterate the very thing, the root of what is causing chaos in your life. Whatever the demon, the, the principality, the power of darkness, the hereditary curse, the addiction, the spirit of addiction, all these things are broken when the Prince of Peace shows up. The Prince of Peace is here right now. There are more than two of us gathered in his name, and we right now are releasing peace into everyone's life and peace to your storms. You know, Barry, the um, pastorally, if I could, for just a minute, Absolutely. I think people need to there's certain disciplines to practice, confession of the word mm -hmm. uh, and, and other things, whereas what we typically do is just fall back into anxiety. I said uh, on the reset, you were talking about that program on Wednesday. Yeah. I don't think, I, I think I heard this somewhere. I'm not going to claim credit for it, but anxiety and fear is basically practical atheism for the believer because it is we fall into anxiety and fear only when we imagine our future without god if we imagine our future without god it produces anxiety and fear but you cannot actually imagine god in the storms of your life and not have the peace that he offers Ooh. it's when we it's when we accidentally subtly intentionally it's practical atheism we we are uh, contemplating the challenges of the future as if God were not with us, and therefore we feel anxious. And that is the 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 ministry of disruption, if you will. Mm -hmm. The enemy brings these storms against us, but God can use them redemptively if we will partner with him in it. When these storms come, and we feel that gap. I don't feel peaceful now. I don't have confidence. I am anxious or afraid. Don't pretend otherwise. Let the shaking reveal in you what can be shaken, because it's an indicator of a part of your heart that is not acting in faith, that's not redeemed, that doesn't have confidence in the Lord. And if you can identify that and get real with God, then that storm is actually a part of the sanctifying process where you gain authority for the next level of the storm when you bring that part of your heart that doesn't believe or doesn't experience peace and you get real with God. God, here I am. I'm uncomfortable. Minister to me in this. Why? What is it? How do I submit this to you? The, the confession of the word and other things become dis meaningful disciplines along the way, but sometimes we need to him to talk to us in the boat 
while he's calming the storm, but it's like, Hey, before I calm it, here's why this bothers you. Will you give that part to me so I can work through you in that? Wow. I'm going to have, I'm going to have you pray with people in just a minute. Um, But every day uh, I wake up winning the war. I've already won the war. The war's already won. So every day that we walk into a storm or we walk into a battle, it's not to define us. It's not to delay us. And it's not to deny us. It's to increase our level of authority. Wow. As we step into that place, uh, because we've already won. These battles are not to define us, delay us, or deny us. These battles and these storms are to, are to litmus test us so that we, we can begin to dominate and make the kingdoms of the world the kingdoms of our God. And we do this by taking authority over all of our spheres of influence, right? And so I, I, just, I just pray right now for a grace over everyone that is watching and listening right now. All those that, that are on the podcast right now, I'm, I release a grace to repent for oligopistus, little faith. And, and Lord God, I'm asking right now that you would give us the grace to repent all the way through, that we would begin to believe and see you. Uh, asking for an anointing to come upon our eyes today to be able to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in every moment in every storm in Jesus name. Can you just pray for the people? Just like you said, let's just do a little pastoring right now. Yeah, God, I'm, I'm just asking that um, as we become conformed to your image, as we become the storm walkers, as wow. we realize Christ in us as more powerful than all other circumstances around us, God, when the shaking comes and we feel ourselves shaking, Would you use those moments as moments of grace and revelation to present to you the parts of our heart that don't yet believe? God, uh, unite our heart to fear your name. And wherever we're fractured, wherever there's a part of our heart that is not united, wherever there's a part of our heart that operates independent of your spirit or your word, would you bring that part? Would you evangelize that part? Would you give the good news? To that part of our heart, whether yes. it's in our finances, our marriage, our relationship to our children, our calling, yes. our job, whatever those splinters that have been broken or are subjected to harm or injury and caused us to shrink back in faith and they shake in the storms, would you pull those parts back into wholeness, back in uh, under the authority that destroys the powers of chaos. And would you dialogue with us and redeem us and save us completely? We want to be a people beyond shaking Mm. in the days ahead. In Jesus' name, God, I just am asking and release that word, that word of hope that whatever part of a person's heart is shaking right now, trembling with fear, You are present with them in conversation, in dialogue, by your spirit to redeem and renew and make whole that part in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Storm walkers. We are raising up a whole generation of storm walkers. Amen. This this is a a tremendous revelation. You know, when, when Jesus came walking on the storm, 
He was walking on the waves. He was walking on the wind. He was walking on the water. He's walking on the thing that was supposed to stop, destroy, disrupt. Jesus came down from the Mount of Transfiguration. He walks right down onto, onto the sea, right onto the shore, right onto the water. And the Bible says he's about to walk on by. Jesus, the storm walker. And I want to say that, and he's raising up storm walkers. Amen. He, he's walking by. And, and this, this broadcast today, this podcast, this Facebook Live today is Jesus, the storm walker coming by your way. And, and I just want the revelation of Jesus. I'm not calling Dean Jesus and I'm not calling me Jesus, but I am Jesus with skin on right now. I'm, 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 a, I'm a savior because God has built in me the Holy Ghost and he's given to me uh, the abilities to save and rescue and heal and deliver and raise the dead, cleanse the disease, cast out devils. And I want to tell you, this is who you are. And Jesus walking by and cry out today that the storm walker will jump in your boat, that the storm walker will, will come into you. But he's beckoning you. Uh, and Dean, I, I just really sense this by the Holy Spirit right now. The, the storm walker is saying, come walk on the storm with me. Come walk on the trials. with Tread upon the serpents. Tread, tread upon the scorpions. Tread upon the impossibility. This is a season on treading on impossibility. We're using these, these moments to, to platform us and to propel us in greater days because there's a greater grace waiting for us all in the midst of all the storms and all the, the perils and everything else. It's not something to run from. It's not something to hunker down in and hoping that it passes over. No, lift your, your, your sail of hope and begin to sail and begin to walk on. And here's a really cool revelation that God gave me one day. Check this out. So Jesus shows up on the shores on his third time that he meets the, the disciples in, in his resurrected form. Mm -hmm. He's cooking fish. He yells out yep. to the boys, you know, how you doing out there? And they said, we fished all night, caught no fishes. He says, throw your net on the right side. And there's a great revelation that came with that as well. And they throw the net on the right side and they pull up fish. When, the, when just moments ago, it was impossible to pull up fish. Great revelation. Um, and it's a, there's a right place to throw your net in, in this season where you're going to get a harvest when nobody else is getting a harvest at his word. So this is a cool revelation. I mean, another cool revelation about this. The Bible says that Peter puts on his outer garment and he jumps in the water. And I'm like, you take off your garments before you jump in the water. Why is Peter putting on his garments? Because I, I know and I don't know, but I really, really strongly believe that he knew he was going to walk on the water right to Jesus this time, all the way through, not just three steps, but he was he was going to walk on the water. And I want to say storm walkers come forth in this season. <laughs> Amen. You know what? I mean, again, Barry, what you're Woo! saying. So now you're putting two uh, two uh, storm scenarios uh in the conversation, the one where Jesus was asleep in the boat. And yeah. then the other one you mentioned is a separate one where he was walking. It actually says he was crossing the sea intending to pass them by. Yeah. But I think he passed close enough to set the scenario for uh, Peter to see. They saw him walking and, and, and then the whole scenario where Jesus beckons and Peter comes. And here's the deal that storm walkers have to know. 
<laughs> you can't walk on water. <laughs> you can't. It's Everyone impossible. knows that. It's impossible. It's Im- the, 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 the water, air, all, all the, those are, uh, uh, those lack the substance to bear the weight of your walking. But Peter walked. So what did he walk on? If you can't walk on water, what do you walk on? Well, he put his feet out because faith is substance. Yes, it is. So the water can't bear his weight, but faith is substance. He didn't walk on water. He walked on faith. And so this is the the privilege of the storm walkers in the moments when Jesus is passing by in our storm, sometimes he's asleep, we wake him up, he wants to have a conversation with us and, and show us how he rules over chaos. He's the Genesis 1 God. Other times he's like, I want you to get out in this. Mm-hmm. I want you to practice the faith that transcends the fluidity of your circumstance. And he beckons us, he comes just close enough for us to get a glimpse of him Peter says, you want me to come? Jesus says, come on. And he steps out in faith. And, 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 and the lesson we have to learn, Mark 6 ends it, when they were they were still just absolutely, uh, uh, they didn't understand what was going on. And Jesus says to them, you, uh, 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 I think he either says it or the commentary in Mark, but I think he says, uh, he, he kind of rebukes them for their hardness of heart because they had not learned the lessons of the loaves and the fishes. That's true. Yeah. What are the miracles that we see in our lives supposed to do? They're right. supposed to put a testimony of God's faithfulness in us yeah. so that we have substance for the next challenge. That's so it. that we have understanding and revelation for the next challenge. Amen. The scripture that, that um, Dean is making reference to is in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. It says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the preach, proclaim word of God. And actually, it's... Um, um, and, and Hebrews 11. And Hebrews, yeah, Hebrews 11. Yeah. Now Both of those. Is, yeah. Now faith is the this, this substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. And that and comes by the word. It absolutely comes by the word. And so it's, it's, it's the preach, proclaim word of God. The faith is coming. But but also it's a now faith, and and then the name of this uh, broadcast podcast is uh, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Now, it's now. not in the by and by, and and it's not in Beulah land. It's not in heaven. You're not going to need faith in heaven. You're going to possess everything when you when you are when you are when Jesus has put us in our. Uh, new newly created bodies in our in our born again bodies and when when we are there we are going to be operating in in it always the, the glory is going to be there we won't need to believe for it because it's going to be right there but it's right now when you need to implement the power and demonstration of what peace brings the, the, when, when, when we see him we shall be like him yeah all of the privilege of choice is now. Yeah. All of the privilege of faith is now to yeah. be people that choose this is uh I, I I mean every person's life is an extraordinary gift in a season like this the gift of Christ to us bringing peace on earth goodwill towards men 
and the and the ability to spend our time on earth choosing what we will forever know in perfection one day but to choose it now those who have not seen and yet believed right faith being Last the substance Friday. of things hoped for yeah. to hear the word and respond voluntary love voluntary choosing to trust and believe this is the great privilege of of uh, our lives it's so it so is um so I want just for the people say say the definition the biblical definition of peace pictorially the, what, the pictorial definition yeah. of shalom each yeah. character adds up to yeah. the authority to destroy the power uh, uh, or authority that causes chaos the very thing this is what is increasing in our lives this is what must increase we must be apostolic arrows shot into in apostolic arrows of peace shot into environments you are carriers of peace and whatever the chaos is there is a greater level of peace on the inside of you waiting to come out of you to bring peace to whatever circumstance you are in and th this this is what is available to us right now in Jesus name there there's um this substance okay let me just go back to this the story that you shared the substance in which uh Peter walked on was not the wind the wave or the storm or the water it was on a believed word it was right. faith in the word and the word was he, come to me come it says come and so when he he the only reason he took those few steps is because he ran out of letters is what i said yeah right <laughs> very in the word yeah see people struggle at this point because they think i have to walk on water no you walk on faith yeah. I you can't we got to settle. There are certain things that can't be done, which yeah. is why faith is a substance that disrupts normal physics. Yeah. We don't live bound to earthly physics. No. We are creatures of heavenly dimensions. Yeah. And so if my mind is trying to produce a response in the natural in the flesh to somehow achieve what is impossible, then I'm still missing the point. I'm dealing with a God of the impossible, and the faith in that God is a substance that changes physics. Yeah. So we can't use the sum total of the circumstances that we're in. We can't use those, those um, physics. You, we can't use those laws. And, and put them together and come up with a solution. We need a greater solution from a greater source. We, we, we need to know that, that we, we're not living life fair. <laughs> we're living not as mere men here on the earth. The Bible Amen. says you are not mere men. You are, you are now become a part of a royal priesthood, but a royal race. And we need to know our authority as royalty in the earth and the ability to speak it forth. So I, I love that scripture in Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, uh, which is the foundational thing of what you're speaking there. Now faith is the substance or the realization. 
It's so it's it's actually a substance. It's it's what what things are formed by is is this power uh, of of faith in the world that we have been given portions Amen. of, and we can operate in it, and it brings forth peace to the environment. Amen. So Barry, gotta, I, you know, I, I think we've got a whole other podcast where we actually get to uh, uh, the story in Luke and peace on earth, goodwill toward men. This is a fantastic setup though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that we need this setup. We need this knowledge of our solid foundation that when G, when Jesus said, when Jesus said, Jesus said, light be, uh, when, when the, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and nothing was made except it was made by the word and light began to pierce the two, the toho and the buho and, and, and began to take and dis it, it disrupted and it displaced the yam. Is that, is that what you're saying earlier, Dean is when he stepped on, on the scene and oh. he began to take Take yeah, in terms of what Jesus was doing, he was yeah, what Jesus my, did in creation, what God yeah, did the, in creation. The basic point is is simply that he was manifesting himself in the same Genesis one storyline sure as the God over the forces of chaos. He said, "Peace be still," yeah. and it was literally that thing, that weapon you're describing, yeah, that uh, that ruled over and conquered the chaos. It's so good. And I tell you, this is what God is calling for you guys today is you need to stand up in your place, step into the chaos, even as the children of Israel stepped into the chaos of the the banks of the River Jordan that at harvest time they increase the banks of the River Jordan, the, the banks of your opposition, the, the barrier and, and the weightiness, the heaviness, the more impossibilities that happen when you're supposed to take a harvest, when you're supposed to go in and possess, I want to tell you, they look more uh, daunting. But don't be, don't be daunted. Don't be defined or delayed or denied by the opposition that you see. You need to just step in as, as a prince of peace as somebody that's a carrier of peace and watch the storms begin to roll back. And they roll back in, in Joshua chapter three, verse 15, I believe it says that they roll back 19 miles. 19 is the number of God's perfect judgment against the plans of the enemy. Roll back 19 miles to the place of Adam and Zaratan, the, the, the place of the piercing of Adam, the placing of the piercing of the second Adam, this judgment, that was made against the enemy. And I want to tell you, when you step into your chaos, clothed with the Prince of Peace, they the enemy will roll back and there will be a way. Make your decrees, make your declarations from the city of Jerusalem, from the place of peace. Don't leave Jerusalem, the Bible says, until you're, don't leave the place of peace until you're endued with power. There's something about dwelling in peace. And I just release that to you today in Jesus' mighty name. I release peace that passes all understanding to guard your heart and your mind. I release peace to you today to overwhelm the storms of life today. I re And I call forth peace to rise up in the midst of you, mantle you, quicken you, 
fortify you and flow forth from you and displacing and disrupting every plot of the enemy this day in Jesus' mighty name. What a revelation. Amen. And so if you guys want to come back and join us again, we're, we're going to do another podcast for the uh, next week on, on goodwill towards men here on the earth because of the Prince of Peace that is being manifested in this realm. It's it's all a revelation. Would you say that, Dean? It's all a, 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 a revelation, a pulling back of what was always there. That's right. Uh, we we need revelation, fresh revelation like never before. And it's not new in the sense that uh, 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 Freshly we're inventing, created. we aren't inventing something, we're discovering right. something. Yes, and that's that's the big, big deal. Okay, uh, so love you all. And if you're watching live, you can stay on here. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna continue on here. But for my all my podcast people on wake up into your dream. I love you guys. And I thank you for following. And I'm so grateful for you all. And I'm asking right now, um, if you want more resources, you can go to www.barrymiracle.ca. Uh, and you can get more resources there on on dealing with uh, life and and handling uh, the things that you're going through in the season of your life. Um, but also, Dean, where can people go to connect with you? DeanBriggs.com. And in particular, if they want to go to uh, just click the button courses at the top. Yeah, uh, I have a series of uh, in-depth teachings on this, but DeanBriggs.com, there's a number of resources there. Awesome. So anyway, this is Barry Miracle signing off for now. Until next week, God bless and Merry Christmas to all. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us then. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.